You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Why don't we just call it what it is? The transfer portal in the NFL. We have the transfer portal in college football. We have it in the NFL. Once again, why don't we just say the two weeks that you have, March 10th through the 25th, is the NFL transfer portal. Because you had Matt Ryan being transferred to uh, Indianapolis yesterday. Jameis Winston is going to be staying. And it looks like Marcus Mariota might be a starting quarterback coming up this season. I think we have a pie-to-the-face bet with one of our listeners on Marcus Mariota starting somewhere next year. Is that you, Seton, or is that you, Pauly? I remember the bet. I think it's Seton's uh, absorbing said pie if Mariota starts. Okay. Yeah, I checked the DP Show Bets Twitter account. It's me. <laughs> it's like the first thing. Do we have a bet on that? Oh, let me go to that. Yep. Yep. It's me. Uh, Marvin has to pay off his bets today. Two pies to the face, but there is a caveat there because Mario is going to deliver one of the pies to Marvin's face, but he has to shoot, recreate the shot, the air ball heard round the world. The AUAA season one, the only season that we had, and Mario shot an air ball. All he had to do was draw iron or not shoot, and his team would have gone to the championship, but Mario shot an air ball, and then two days put it back in, and they went into the championship game. But we said to Mario, you can give uh, Marvin a pie to the face, but, uh, oh, there's the video. They uh, had that for us if you're watching on Peacock. He could have stood motionless. Like he usually does. Yes. And, uh, but, you know, Fritzy with that suffocating defense there. He panicked. That's what happened. Yes, he did. Mario shot an air ball the only way they could have lost. Because he's trying to pad his stats. Yes. He's trying to get two more quick points before the game is over. Yes. Yes, Pauline. So we're thinking this because uh, Marvin has two pies coming his yes. way today. Yes. Mario shoots from the same corner of the legendary air, air ball. If he makes it, he throws both pies at Marvin. Okay. If he airballs it, he has to take one of Marvin's pies. Okay. Oh, snap. You, are you signing off on this? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And uh, I did check with him pre-show, and I said, are you okay? And he goes, yeah, we'll see. I said, okay. Not a lot of confidence there, but... Uh, I guess if, if he draws iron, then Fritzy, I think, is going to give a pie to uh, Marvin's face. So. I'm standing by. All right. Thank you, Todd. All right. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning to Peacock. You can uh, watch. You can download the app. Watch this uh, pro uh, program for free. And we could never charge you for this content. And we say good morning to our radio affiliates around the country. iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio lineup. And uh, cities numbering nearly 400 that carry this program. The uh, Browns' uh, former All-Pro tackle, Joe Thomas, will join us coming up. What's he think of Deshaun Watson going to Cleveland? And does anybody want Baker Mayfield? Mark Sanchez, Fox Sports, former NFL quarterback, will uh, stop by. And Sean Salisbury, our good buddy in Houston, on what the Texans did in getting rid of Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. And are they all in on their quarterback, Davis Mills? Uh, we'll have a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, all of that coming up. But the Colts, they've been in the market for a quarterback for a little while now. They were spoiled back in the early 2000s because you went from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. But the Colts have had a competitive roster for the last couple of years, but they've had a different veteran starting quarterback every year since 2018. 
Now Indy brings in Matt Ryan. I love the move. Thought it was going to happen. Made a lot of sense there. I like how these teams go, well, hey, we just want to give you a heads up. We're uh, interested in Deshaun Watson. As if you're supposed to say, okay. So if your wife says to you, hey, I just want to let you know, I really like this guy who, uh, you know, he just got divorced and he might be available, but uh, I'll let you know. Now, I, I, I can stay with you, but let me just see if this happens. And then all of a sudden you come back and then you realize that uh, Tim has moved on to another woman in the neighborhood and your wife comes back and says, uh, I'm back. And then you're supposed to say, oh, honey. Meanwhile, you just moved on to Debbie down the street. Wow. What? <laughs> but I, I like how these teams are like, hey, we're loyal to you-ish, and uh, we want to better our roster here. Okay, I'll just, uh, let me just sit by. That's all right. You know, Matt Ryan goes, uh, no, I think, uh, I think the relationship's broken here. I think Matt Ryan did pretty well. You go from a bad team, a tanking team, to a team that could win the Super Bowl. So you got, so you're you're still in a dome. You got a good line. You got weapons. Good running game. Good defense. You're gonna like playing with Frank Reich, and you're better than Carson Wentz. Now I know AFC is stacked. I mean, there's probably ten great teams in the AFC right now. But Matt Ryan going there, got two years left on his contract. I think this is a great move. You know, Indy has that great offensive line. Uh, Jonathan Taylor running back. Defense is good. But, you know, if this experiment doesn't work with the Colts, then they might start to look at the draft because they've tried with these veteran quarterbacks. They've had Andrew Luck in 2018, Jacoby Brissett 2019, Phillip Rivers 2020, Carson Wentz 2021, and Matt Ryan in 2022. This program brought to you by the number one putter in the world. It's Odyssey. Every major tour in 2021 had uh, Odyssey as the number one putter. Try the new TriHot 5K. See what Odyssey uh, does in making your game better and why it's the number one putter on tour at odysseygolf.com. Seton, what do you have for me today? I got a fun one for you today, Dan. All righty. Team that got more better this offseason. More better Yes, more better. Okay. Not team that got better, because a lot of teams got better, yeah. but the team that got more better than the mm. other teams. All right. We have the Broncos. Uh, Colts, yeah. Raiders, yeah. Jaguars, and Browns. Okay. Didn't throw the Chargers in there. Okay, we could throw the Chargers in there. All right. They got more better. Uh, Jacksonville's not going to get love, but I, I think they got better, but then it was hard not to get better. They spent a lot of money this offseason. They, they spent probably too much money, but they had to overspend to get people to want to go to Jacksonville. Um, all right. Who probably had, upgraded in coach too? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. No offense. I still don't buy into Urban Meyer coaching in the NFL. Did not know who who Aaron Donald was. There's a story on the Athletic, and uh, I I just I it has to be where he's joking. Now maybe he didn't know about Debo Samuel. I mean, there's no excuse for not knowing about these players. But maybe he didn't watch the NFL. Maybe. You know, Belichick, it always feels like he knows who those players are, that team is, when he has to face them. I don't know how much he's following some of these other teams and players when the Patriots aren't playing them. Steve Spurrier famously didn't know his defensive players. But yeah, Jacksonville playing the Rams December 5th. I don't think it snuck up on Urban Meyer that 
Aaron Donald is one of the great players of all time. Not just great player now. It just feels like he was he was joking. Like, man, this 99 looks like he's pretty good. I mean, it sounds like something John Gruden would say. This 99 is a pretty good player. Maybe he'd be joking there. But I don't know. I, I Maybe he didn't know who Jamal Adams was or Debo Samuel, but... I got to believe he was joking. That guy's so good, Chad. Three nines on his jersey. Not just two nines. He needs another nine. He's that good. All right. Who had, so out of those teams, give me the teams against him. Well, you have the Broncos who landed Russell Wilson. Obviously, that's a huge upgrade. All right. Uh, you have the Colts also upgrading big time at quarterback. So who got the most better? Ooh. Okay. Who got the most better? Yeah. Yeah. Worst. Oddly, I would like to throw the Bengals in there even though they were in the Super Bowl last okay. year. They right. took a great run and bolstered it. It doesn't feel – it feels less like it's a one-timer for the Bengals than it did a month ago. That's one of those that maybe next October or November, then we talk about, or people will talk about, you know, they really improved that offensive line. Or Joe Burrow is not getting sacked anywhere near what he, what he did the previous year. I, I do love what the Bengals did. It's just not glamorous. Denver got a quarterback. I mean, you got to get your quarterback. Cleveland got their quarterback, but man, they gave a lot. They gave up a lot, mostly integrity, but they did get Deshaun Watson. I, I would say Denver getting Russ because in that division, you got to have a quarterback just to compete in the division. The Colts, I like what they did because they, there's not a lot involved in that. It was just, all right, we'll take him. And. I mean, it just shows the ineptitude of the Falcons franchise there. Hey, we're going to we, we're interested in Deshaun Watson, but you just don't just, you know, don't do anything crazy here. And Patty Ice is like, oh, you didn't get him. Uh, yeah, but we still want you to be our quarterback. Nah, I don't think that it works that way. Hey, honey, I'm thinking about leaving you for another woman. No, decided not to. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> Basically how it feels like. Yes. Yes, Todd. Is it also tough to pick the Browns? Because who says Deshaun's going to pick up right where he left off after not playing for a while? Is it going to be the old Deshaun Watson? Or is there going to be several weeks where it's going to take him time to get his... I, nobody is talking about that. Everybody has just, you know, they rubber stamp this that Deshaun Watson's going to be great again. Right? Nobody has said, you know, you're off. Uh, how great is he going to be? Can he still be great? Uh, he played for a bad team, put up big numbers for a bad team. Uh, there'll be a lot more pressure there. I'm, I'm assuming he's going to be great again. I just can't give the Browns credit for this. The fact that you had these teams in a bidding war for Deshaun Watson and that nobody reached out to that attorney representing those women. Still, it's just mind-boggling. It really is. Sad. Sad. But I love how the NFL is going to be selling that product to uh, women. You know, hey, hey, we got a breast cancer awareness month. Yeah, okay. All right. You're thinking of us. You really care. Don't look at that over there. Look at this. Yes, Eaton. We also have the Raiders on that list. Uh, obviously, Devontae Adams. Uh, They've run a couple players. That's but a big one. It's kind of a sneaky one. It's not getting a lot of attention anymore. Chandler Jones, Khalil Mack. Oh, no, Khalil Mack going to the Chargers. Uh, Max Crosby, Chandler Jones. Yeah. Devontae Adams. I might put them second on there. You know, because you got Devontae Adams. That's that's a big deal. And and putting Chandler Jones in there, that's pretty good. Who had the best week? Matt Ryan, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota. I think it pays to not play. 
<laughs> but, you know, when you think about that, Mitchell Trubisky didn't play last year. Now he's going to start in Pittsburgh. Deshaun Watson didn't play last year and he got a raise. Jameis Winston didn't play. Now he's going to be the starting quarterback. Marcus Mariota didn't play last year. He's going to be the starting quarterback, it looks like, in Atlanta. Anybody else that I'm missing there? If you, you didn't play? It's like if you're Baker Mayfield, hey, don't play next year. Because then you'll be a starter the following year in New, York, in New York and replacing Daniel Jones. Yeah, Paul. Trey Lance has played in one football game in two and a half years as a starter, and he's going to be handled the reins to the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be booted out. Yeah, I wonder where Jimmy G is going to end up here. There's nowhere left. Well, you got Seattle, Carolina. But if I'm Carolina, I would go in and maybe look at Malik Willis. I'd look at a rookie quarterback here. Because you're not you're not winning anything anytime soon there. I would get that rookie contract, but I don't know what Seattle's going to do because that's not a rebuild. Can you get Jimmy G? Would the Niners trade Jimmy G within the division? I always go back to when the Patriots traded Drew Bledsoe to Buffalo. It's like, hey, you're in our same division. We don't care. Here he is. After they had signed him to that one hundred million dollar deal, and they, you know, elevated Tom Brady, but I don't. If you're Jimmy G, do you say to the maybe he stays in San, San Francisco? If I'm the Niners, I would keep him because he's, you know, that salary's not exorbitant. You know, I think he's like twenty six million dollars. That's pretty good. And you give Trey Lance one more year to develop. Penny's Bang Biscuits, two different sizes there. Bite-sized treats, perfect rewards during training sessions, or if your dog happens to do something good. Uh, Using healthy, all-natural ingredients, 20% of all Bang Biscuit sales given back to hand-picked partners in the pet industry. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. What poll question are we going to settle on there, Seton? I was going to go with the one we were kicking around. I got some other options, though, if you'd like. All right. Give me another one. Uh, most awkward situation right now. Okay. Malcolm Butler visiting with the Patriots. Super awkward. All right. Uh, the Falcons going back to Matt Ryan after not getting Deshaun Watson, Ooh. which you were just talking about. Super awkward. Yeah. Baker Mayfield. Super awkward. Jimmy Garoppolo. Super awkward. Yeah. Well, I think you have to look at Baker. <laughs> You know what, let me, let me take a break. Because I, if I look at Baker, he's, he talked his way out of Cleveland because I think he could have held firm and just said, look, I want to be your starting quarterback. And I think, I think the Browns thought, we're going to have to get rid of Baker. He doesn't want to stay here. We have to overpay for Deshaun Watson. And does, do those progressive ads hinge on him being a starting quarterback in the NFL? Because I wondered about that too. They shoot those commercials every June. And I don't know if they go, hey, you're not a starting quarterback anymore. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, I look back at those progressive ads, and he's had that deal. I'm not sure how many years are left on the deal, but they said it's one of the bigger deals because he got it because he's a first-round pick. He had that good year. And they shoot mid-June every year the past two years, progressive ads for the next season. How can they shoot ads if he's not a starter anymore? Yes, Todd. Is there a regressive ad campaign <laughs> we can jump in? All right. <laughs> Might want to start looking at other options. All right. <laughs> bloop, 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 bloop. Wow, you like seven points? Yeah. Uh, Tony nice. Reale. Very kinda, generous this morning. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Well done. I'm Baker Mayfield for regressive insurance. <laughs> We're going to take a break. Joe Thomas, future Hall of Famer and former uh, Cleveland Brown, will join us. Get his thoughts on uh, Deshaun Watson coming to town and Baker Mayfield going to have a job. 
Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. You got a lot of things going on in your life. You got to prioritize. You got responsibilities. You know, you want to make sure that you get started every day. And that's why I start with M Drive Start. Daily dose of protein and nutrition helps me start the day and I stay on top of my game. I already had my smoothie today. My fruit smoothie, a little scoop there of M Drive Start. I'm good to go. And Todd goes, How many clinically tested ingredients are in there? I go, seven. It's a fair question. Yeah. And then you said, well, wait, how many premium proteins? And I go, six. Like, you get energy and strength, and it reduces the stress of dealing with Todd, who just sent me an email <laughs> saying, hey, I got a limerick standing by on the NFL quarterback moves. I do. Don't email me just during the commercial break. Oh, you know what? Better yet, talk to me. Uh, really? You don't want me to talk to you. 60-day money-back guarantee, nothing to lose. Go to mdrivedan.com. Don't let age beat you or Fritzy. Go to mdrivedan.com. mdrivedan.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. LeBron says he's having the time of his life. Have more on that. Had a great game last night. Had a dunk on Kevin Love. Sort of on Kevin Love. Kevin Love was in the picture and then tried to exit stage left there. Um, uh, Ben Simmons somehow is injured. Herniated disc. I don't know if he's going to play this year. But uh, I don't know how that happened. If you have your medical staff looking at Ben Simmons or when you make this trade... Was there anything there? Because it felt like he had a bad back as soon as he got to the Nets. And as Fritzy's pointed out, maybe the benches there in Philadelphia weren't uh, conducive to sitting on them. Thank you, Tom. It's possible you need us some more cushion. All right. Let's bring in uh, Joe Thomas, the uh, future Hall of Famer, NFL Network analyst, former Browns offensive tackle, all pro, kind enough to join us. Joe, let's go back to when Baker Mayfield and his agent put out that letter that love letter to Cleveland that uh, it's time for me to leave, basically. What did you what did you make of that move by Baker Mayfield? Well, the first thing that I saw, it seemed like he wanted to express gratitude to the fans because even in the situation that we're sitting in right now where Baker Mayfield is about to be traded to another team, there's a lot of defenders of Baker. There's a lot of fans of Baker for what he did for this franchise. I mean, my last two years in Cleveland, we won one game. The next year we draft Baker Mayfield, and he's been part of this turnaround, including winning a playoff game against their hated rival, the Pittsburgh Steelers. So certainly uh, there's a lot of love still in Cleveland from a big uh, section of the fan base for Baker. So I think he wanted to express gratitude, but there was also a little hidden meaning in there. I think he was trying to make sure he could be a little bit passive aggressive with the team, um, trying to make them make a decision so that he could either have them fall back in love with him and really open their arms up and uh, wrap themselves around Baker or kind of start the process of getting him traded to somewhere he wanted to go. And it it turns out that he wanted to go to the Indianapolis Colts. Well, I just wonder if that strategy by being so vocal or pushing the envelope a little bit here that the Browns weren't going to get Deshaun Watson. At least that was the report. And then they made an offer that he, he couldn't refuse. Even if he didn't want to play in Cleveland or in that weather, he wanted to play in a dome. It felt like he would exacerbated this, that maybe he talked himself out of town and Cleveland had no choice but to go all in on Deshaun Watson. What do you make of that strategy? 
I think that will be when it's all said and done the highlight of the Baker Mayfield era in Cleveland, where he was just a little bit too boisterous, just a little bit too cocky, just talked a little bit too much. And that ended up being the reason why the Browns moved on from him. Cause let's be honest, he hasn't played bad enough where you have to dump him. It was the combination of his prickliness, the comments that he's made throughout his career, throwing teammates under the bus, the coaching staff, the trainers, the media getting in little fights with the media all the time. Um, it was all those things and kind of showing a propensity to being emotional and sensitive and not being able to handle the criticism all the times, not only in the media, in social media, but also I think inside those meeting rooms in Cleveland. And I think when you have a front office made up of Andrew Barry, Paul D. Podesta, and then a head coach with Kevin Stefanski, who are extremely unemotional, extremely calculated and robotic and by the book and analytical, like it's just not a great fit when you have that type of a personality that's trying to fit into a much more structured and unemotional calculated decision-making box. Do you like this move, getting Deshaun Watson? From a football standpoint, it's a no-brainer. I mean, Deshaun Watson is a bona fide tier one franchise quarterback. Um, you could argue maybe that like an Aaron Rodgers, if he would have been available, would be a better quarterback tomorrow. But there's no argument as far as long-term answer at quarterback that Deshaun Watson has been the best one available uh, in the NFL in quite some time because not only his performance, but his continued upside. We haven't seen him, I think, reach his ceiling as a quarterback, and he's a young player. So I think he fits with what today's NFL version of a quarterback looks like as far as a guy who can throw the football a mile. He can be accurate. He can um, also get outside the pocket and beat you with his legs, whether that means running outside the pocket and throwing or running outside the pocket and making plays down the field, running the football. Um, I think I'm withholding my final judgment a little bit on everything that I'm seeing because there's obviously those 22 sexual assault allegations that are still out there, the sexual misconduct allegations. Um, and there's still a lot that we who have not been involved in the investigation are, I think, going to find out about down the, down the line. And I think it's important for us as fans maybe to not pass judgment right away, even though that's what we want to do, especially me in sports media, right? What are we supposed to do? You always got to take a stand. But I think in this case, it's important to maybe be a little bit more measured and allow some more of the information to come out before we maybe make a judgment call on the totality of this decision by the Browns. I said this, I've been saying it, um, why not reach out to this attorney representing these women? If you're, if you're the Browns, why, I mean, don't tell me you did your background check and your due diligence when that's where I start. And, and my thought is the Browns, maybe they don't want to know. Like maybe this, you're already in. I mean, he's there. He's your guy. So there's not much you can do. No take backs here. But I, I would have reached out to the attorney just to say, we're thinking of trading for him. You know, what can you tell us? And nobody reached out to this attorney representing these women. I find that mind boggling. Yeah, I think what the Browns had said about it is they, they were trying to keep the pursuit of Watson as quiet as possible and that they knew if they reached out to the plaintiff's attorney that the plaintiff was going to try to use that as some type of a leverage situation against Deshaun and the civil litigation and the the uh, plaintiff attorney. He's kind of got a, uh, a history of flair and oh, trying yeah. to be dramatic and get his name out in the media. And so maybe they didn't want that circus. And they also felt this is not something that they said. The second part, the first part is what they said. 
they said, hey, they, they wanted to keep it quiet. The second part is just my own analysis of the situation is, hey, he's a plaintiff attorney for a reason. Like, what do you think he's going to tell you? You think he's going to say, yeah, Deshaun's innocent? Like, he's going to try to paint as terrible of a picture as possible because his job is to try to maximize the leverage that he can get money for those women that he's representing. Now, with that being said, if it was me, it doesn't hurt to just ask the question, right? What's the downside of hearing the worst case scenario from the plaintiff's attorney, which obviously that's what you're going to get. You're going to get a tremendous amount of bias because that's his job. Yeah. And the Browns are going to be paying this civil lawsuit because of all that guaranteed money and the raise mm-hmm. they gave to Sean Watson. So Indirectly, they're going to be paying for whatever right. settlement there's going to be. Um, I was curious your thoughts on Matt Ryan going to the Colts. Uh, I love the move. and But also when teams say, hey, we're just kind of talking to Sean Watson. Hold on here. We still love you. And then I love that Matt Ryan said, no, it doesn't work that way, guys. Mm-hmm. I've given you my career here. I was an MVP here. We went to a Super Bowl here. You want Deshaun Watson? Great. If you don't get him, I want someplace else. So the Colts end up with Matt Ryan, your thoughts. I I think it's a great decision for the Colts, right? They're a team that's built to win now a little bit, kind of like the Browns are, right? They've got a good defense. They've got a very good offensive line. They've got one of the best running games in the NFL. They can throw the football if the quarterback's making the right decisions, which at times Carson Wentz was pretty good, and they won when that happened. And so I think if you bring in a veteran quarterback who maybe is not the player he was five years ago, but he can still make the right decisions, he's not going to put his team in a bad situation, they feel that they've got a really good running game. They've got a good enough team built around that quarterback position that as long as Matt Ryan doesn't make the type of mistakes in critical moments that Carson Wentz did, that's going to be a big upgrade. And I also still think Matt Ryan can still throw the football. He's not going to get outside the pocket, which limits them a little bit what they can do offensively. But Matt Ryan is still a really good quarterback in the NFL, and I think he's a great placeholder potentially for them drafting somebody this year or maybe next year when there's possibly a few more quarterbacks available in the draft. This uh, transfer portal with the NFL, there's not many seats left in uh, the game of musical chairs. So where does Baker Mayfield end up? Well, it's getting tough for Baker Mayfield. And I think listening to the people in Cleveland, I still got a lot of friends there. got a house there um, listening to sports radio. There's a lot of people that are kind of surprised by the trade value, but it reminds me of like somebody asked, Hey, how much is your house worth? Well, it's whatever somebody else is willing to pay for it. And right now with Baker Mayfield, I think himself, maybe his representation and even a lot of people that were Browns fans thought that he would command maybe a second or third round pick. And he was a guy that teams would be excited to build their franchise around. Um, But that just hasn't been the case. And I think it's a combination of up and down performance, uh, a little bit of a low ceiling because he's not a big, strong, fast guy with a big arm that they feel like maybe they can develop him and a guy that's been inconsistent. And so when you have a low ceiling, you've got a history of being prickly, maybe uh, a little bit with a lot of people in the organization and outside the organization. Um, And you've been inconsistent and you've got, you know, a bigger salary for maybe a guy that's going to have to come in and compete. There's not a lot of seats that uh, are going to be available to you. So I think the two that really uh, possibly could be 
on the table for Baker Mayfield would be a Seattle where he could go in and maybe compete with Drew Locke for that starting spot. Maybe Detroit where I don't know what they think about Jared Goff, but mm. that type of a mentality might play pretty well with Dan Campbell. You know, he's tight. He's a little bit of an emotional guy. So maybe he likes that in his locker room with what, which uh, Baker Mayfield could bring. And then maybe Carolina, but uh, Carolina really hasn't shown any interest at this point, uh, but they're starting to run out of options as well. Always great to talk to you, Joe. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Dan. That's Joe Thomas, NFL Network analyst and former All-Pro with the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, he brings up a great point that if you do get a hold of Tony Busby, who represents these women in these civil lawsuits, you know, will he use it as leverage? Well, if you're Cleveland, it's not like you go, wow, uh, we're surprised that that information came out because if you wanted to find out, you probably could have. And would this attorney use it as leverage? Probably so. Uh, We'll get to phone calls coming up. Settle on our poll question. Uh, Andrew in Washington leads us off again. Hi, Andrew. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dan and Danettes. Hope you guys had a great day yesterday. Looking forward to uh, the uh, coronation of Marvin to Danette with two pies in the face today. Mm -hmm. And uh, on that note, I do have a uh, draft pie tracker update for Polly and I. Uh, over under 13 and a half being the first quarterback taken off the board. And I think it's getting slim to my side, though there's a glimmer of hope for Pauly. So um, I see that if you look at it, only two teams are still in the running that are in the top 13 picks that need a quarterback, Carolina and Seattle. Now there's two quarterbacks out there, Baker Mayfield and Jimmy G, that could fill those spots and they'd be off the board in the first 13 picks. I don't know if you see any more or any less, or if you've seen the new um, glimmer of hope for Pauly, that out of Pitt's pro day, it looks like Kenny Pickett's hands are still growing. Yes, he went up yes. An eighth of an inch. Yes, Pauly. I am not worried at all. Carolina has the sixth pick. Atlanta has the eighth pick. They could use a rookie quarterback deal with the situation they have there. Seattle, nine. Uh, Washington, 11. Minnesota, 12. Don't sleep on them for changing direction. Okay. Uh, and then Houston, at 13, I think there's six teams that could be in play for oh, quarterback. Wow. All right. Well, thank you, Andrew. We'll, uh, we'll keep monitoring this situation. Yeah, you feel pretty good. You're almost emboldened here. I trust that the NFL frenzy around draft day around quarterbacks <laughs> will happen again, at least with one guy. Somebody will make a mistake here, or maybe they'll jump the gun here. Yeah. It always feels like that. They're like, all right, you're going to take a quarterback? I don't know. You're going to take a quarterback? I don't know. You're going to... We're going to take a quarterback. And then there's a run on quarterbacks after that. Dakota in Indiana. Hi, Dakota. Hey, Dan. Danettes. How you guys doing? Good, sir. Good. What do you have? So I wanted to know, in your opinion, do you think Indianapolis can sign any good receivers to add to Matt Ryan? I think it's too late. Um. I like Pittman. I think that I think that they. Hmm. I'd have to look at the depth chart there, but I don't think there's anybody unless you say Matt Ryan reaches out to Julio Jones and says, "Hey, do you want to join me here?" And I don't know what Julio Jones has. Brady's going to reach out to Julio Jones. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers reaches out to Julio Jones. I don't know what Julio Jones has has left. It felt like it was. You're Julio Jones, and you're going to the Hall of Fame. Then all of a sudden, it just stopped. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, Paris Campbell, Michael Pittman Jr. are the two main guys yeah. for Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. I, th- I like Pittman. I think he can be a number one receiver there. Uh, Cameron in Indiana. Hey, Cam. 
Hey, Dan, so I got a bet for you. Okay. All right, so if you win, I will donate 200 bucks to any charity you're choosing. Now, however, uh, you can have the field, and I'll take Purdue to win the national title. Oh. Purdue wins the national title. You got to let Fritzy host the show for the day, and you got to tolerate it. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't know if I could tolerate that. So Cameron says Purdue's going to win it all, and then he would donate $200 to the charity of our choice, and Fritzy gets to host the show? Yes, Todd. That's a lot. That's a, that's a big bag of groceries right there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yes, that's it. something Todd wants. <laughs> Do you want to host the show? I don't know. I think it would be fun. I, I would probably need a. I don't, a yes. I, could, I don't know if I could carry that, three a, hours. That's, that's a, a tough yes. Thing. That's a yes. I would do. I end up doing a lot of singing and jokes and stuff. I wonder what the first guest Todd would book on his show. Hmm. Yes, Marvin. I'm guessing it's someone from Flock of Seagulls. Yeah. Some band that nobody cares about. Yeah, or Susanna Hoffs from the Bangles <laughs> would be our be first guest wow. to break down the Russell Wilson trade. Now yeah. you're hitting it. Yeah, there'd be a lot of uh, female guests. That is very true. Hot women from the 80s. Heather Locklear, what do you make of LeBron's comments last night? Yeah. It's worth asking her. She may have an interesting uh, take on that. The Landers twins. Hey, well, Audrey you, and Judy. Don't sleep on Audrey yeah. and Judy Landers. Yeah, what do you think of Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, Paul. I'll then donate 400 to the charity if Fritzy doesn't host the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the kids. There you go. Yeah, I can't have Fritzy host it. I love children. I love charities, but I, I, I can't have Todd. It's a lot of left turns. <laughs> yeah, I three can't, hours of can't, left turns. Can't do that. I would let you host a segment. That seems reasonable. Wow, radical. I would let you start the top of an hour. Well, wait. What? What? What are we betting here? If Purdue wins it all, then Todd gets to host the final hour, the first segment on a Friday. And if not, then Todd takes a pie to the face. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Paulie always wants Fritzy to make lunch. I'm like, no, why should we suffer? I don't want Fritzy making lunch. You know, unless something happens to him. Yes, Paulie. That's a good reminder. Fritzy lost a bet where he has to make us lunch, and he conveniently got COVID with his family oh, to get out of that bet. the so that, old COVID that excuse. That is still pending, Dan. Oh. Uh, yeah, but I don't... Unless it's just to, you know, film him making lunch for us. Ding, ding, ding. I don't want to eat it. That jello. Yeah, I don't want that. Feels more like our punishment. Yes. Like, I lost the bet. Todd's got to make me lunch. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> I mean, he can, but I'm not eating it. Let's take a break. It got our play of the day up next. And uh, also, we'll hear from LeBron James after a triple-double last night. He's the NBA's leading scorer now. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, my God. The play. The play is called play. Of the day. Runner left side, got it! 
check this out. Stewart's there to get the fresh 14 for the Lakers. LeBron! Look out below! Oh, oh my lord! Oh. oh my lord! In fact, somebody just spilled a beer oh. over us. Where did that come from? Gracious! <laughs> That's your play of the day, courtesy of Spectrum Sportsnet. LeBron James, he has averaged almost 30 points per game against the Cavaliers, his most against any opponent. Hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats, only one place to collect them all, Panini Trading Cards, the official trading cards of the DP Show. Instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. I know sometimes when you are looking at articles on the internet and somebody will say, oh, somebody said something and it's hilarious. It's always hilarious. It's not funny. It's hilarious. And then you see it and you go, it's not hilarious. Funny. Or it's hysterical. LeBron James posterizes Kevin Love. And I go, all right. I watched it. I watched it in real time. This is like a layup line. Like, Kevin Love got out of the way. LeBron just went in and dunked it. It's not like he dunked it where Kevin Love challenged him, went up there and went toe-to-toe with him. Like, this wasn't a great dunk at all. This wouldn't make his top 25 dunks, top 50 dunks. I mean, it looks impressive, but Kevin Love just kind of, you know, falls out of the way. He didn't challenge him. Doesn't even take the charge. I was like, okay. I mean, I was more impressed that he'd had a triple-double, and he's leading the NBA in scoring. Not, oh, did you see that dunk over Kevin Love? Kevin Love wasn't there for him to go over. He fell to the side like a, a tree. Yes, he... He smashed him like 15 feet away. Oh, my God. Kevin Love just was like, uh, you know when you make that mistake where you're like, oh, boy, I'm in no man's land. And then you decide, are you going to take the charge, going to try to go up and block it, or you just fall out of the way? That's all. Yes, Hilarious Tom. dunk from LeBron. <laughs> Mixing up your yeah, buzzwords. Yeah. So you're saying K-Love took a cavalier approach to defense Thank you. on that play. All right. All right. Bloop, bloop, just bloop, one. Just one. Bloop, yeah, just bloop, one. I've used that before. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Yes, Paul. Was the height on LeBron's jump the dunk? He's 6'9". I know, but like, there's a lot of 6'9 dudes in the NBA who can't hit their head on the rim. And they are not There's only one LeBron James. Yeah. Like, but, we make it seem like, did you see LeBron jump? Yeah, I think at thirty-seven to do the. Oh head- my god, that's not there. That's nothing. What's going on with you today? I'm just saying that's not a as Dang. as the only person in this room who's dunked before. That's not a big <laughs> dunk. Not a great dunk. Not at all. But the age factor. <laughs> he he keeps himself in great shape, right? He's thirty-seven. Pure so. Yeah. He's, he also said he's having the time of his life. He, uh, he, was, he was asked about uh, finding purpose in a season where they're trying to get into the play-in tournament. Here's LeBron last night. I can care less about what the narrative about our team is. At my point in my career, I don't get involved in that stuff. I don't read about it. I don't hear it too much. It's like, really, I, I go home, drink wine, or drink tequila every night. And if I'm at my house in L.A., I'm watching a movie with the kids, or I'm playing Madden. I don't even, it doesn't none of that stuff matters to me. Um, I'm, I'm having a blast playing a game of basketball. Well, I'm glad, but it is about winning. Aren't you about winning? I mean, I was surprised that he's having the time of his life. And I, I said that he was going to play up leading the league in scoring, passing Carl Malone, because the team isn't any good. 
and you know, you start to look at what they have schedule-wise. I mean, you're having the time of your life, but you got to make sure that you're winning games. That's the most important part here. Yeah, Seton. We're like two games removed from LeBron slamming the ball on the ground in frustration because somebody didn't get a rebound. Yeah. Like, he, he just had a whole week of all of these incidents leading up of like, dang, this dude's not having it anymore. They still have six of their final ten games on the road. Home games against the Sixers and the Nuggets. So it's not going to be easy of getting into the tournament and who they play when they get in and how long, you know, what kind of sustained success. Don't even have Anthony Davis back. I was just surprised. When you say you're having the time of your life, like I was, I, I was surprised. And in, in fairness, so we don't take it out of context, here is the question. LeBron, somewhere along the line this season, it seems apparently you've decided you're going to be all in, give what you have and see what happens. By continuing that practice, how does that give this team a chance to do something that wouldn't reflect what the record is or what it's been so far? Huh? It is kind of an awkward question, but I think LeBron took it as almost like bigger picture. Yeah, I, I'm at, towards the end of my career, I'm, I'm healthy, I'm 37, I'm playing well. Yeah, the team's not that great, but at least there's, I look at this bigger picture to be doing what I love at this age. I think he's taking a bigger answer than the current state of the Lakers. Yeah, but he says, look, I don't care about the narrative, and I go home and I drink wine and tequila, and it, it, this is about him. I know, but I think he's thinking to himself, I'm giving everything I can every night. I can only control so much, and I know that I'm not load managing and taking games off and yeah. Doing what a lot of other these younger guys who don't play basketball. Is he really having the time of his life? It feels like individually he is. Yeah. But we measure his success by team success. We do. Maybe he doesn't. As, you know, like what I'm saying All is right. not that he doesn't care about winning because that, that would be silly. No one works harder. Michael Jordan would never say that. <laughs> That's my line. Yes, yes. Yeah, see. He basically, LeBron basically parroted what Russell Westbrook said a week or two ago. And they're like, do you take this home with you? And he's like, why? I got a beautiful wife and my kids at home and we're having a great time playing Madden. It's basically the exact same quote. You know, you know what I would answer if I was LeBron and someone says, do you take this home with you? Which home? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be more specific. Yeah. It, LeBron, somewhere along the line this season, it seems apparently you've decided you're going to be all in. What? <laughs> I don't even know how you come to that conclusion. Although if you've watched LeBron play defense, he's not all in. He's all in on the offensive side of the, of the equation. Yes, Todd? It's kind of a must-lie situation to me. Fans get upset and aggravated, and they don't want to hear, whether, even if it's LeBron, they don't want to hear that someone's having the time of their life and they're playing Madden and we make the play-in game, we don't make the play-in game, whatever. We want you miserable. Exactly. Because we're miserable. We want the players to be at least as upset as yes. you are. Yes, I want this to mean something to you. Nah, I'm going to have tequila and take a nap, whatever. <laughs> One hour in the books, two more to go. Mark Sanchez will join us. Baker Mayfield going to have a home as a starting quarterback. One more item. We close that hour one. College basketball fans, DraftKings Sportsbook is here to turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win. Get $200 in free bets 
It's that simple. They win, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can also follow all the college hoop action with DraftKings Pools. You have a chance to win $250,000 in prizes. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code Patrick. Bet $5 on any basketball team to win. Get $200 in free bets if they do. They win, you win. Promo code Patrick this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Have to be at least 21 years of age, minimum age, and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Voidware prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee. 1-800-889-9789 in New York. You can text HOPE NY. 